Hello and welcome to today's episode of Letting the Good In. I am your host, Tina Marie, and today we are going to talk all about anxiety. So one of the things that I want to start off by saying is that some of this stuff that I say today may be triggering for some people, and you absolutely do not have to take this as truth for yourself. We are all living and operating based on our own truth, our own lens of perception. So for me, the things I share today are going to be based on my own experience, yes, and also just what I have seen working one-on-one with my clients um, and working with a subconscious mind for the past several years. But again, if this feels triggering to you, you can always skip to another episode. Um, But I encourage you, you know, as long as you're able to do so calmly, you know, sit with the things I say today really explore them because there could be some tiny truths in there for you. That being said, I'm kind of going to jump in with both feet here and get rid of probably the most triggering thing that I will say first. And that is that in my opinion, the worst thing you can do is accept anxiety as a medical diagnosis and believe that it's something you will have forever. It's simply not true. Anxiety is an emotion. And all of our emotions are pointing us to something. They're trying to tell us something. They're trying to tell us something is out of balance. Something is out of alignment. Something doesn't feel right so that we can work through that emotion, not go around it, not avoid it, but really sit with it and work through it. And we tend to not want to feel anxious. So it is one of those emotions that a lot of people are going to want to tend to kind of run from. But the best thing we can do is really lean into that feeling, figure out what it's trying to tell us. And going back to me saying that it should not be a medical diagnosis, um, I've just seen the impact this has on the subconscious mind. When someone says, oh, you know, I'm I'm sick, There's, there's a lot that goes on there. We absorb that belief on a deep level. We become kind of anchored in it, so to speak, and then it becomes a lot harder to shift out of it. And let me put it this way. You probably would not accept someone being given a medical diagnosis of anger. Like, oh, he's got anger. (laughs) It's an emotion. It's not something that is a disease. It's not a permanent ailment. It's something with a balance, as I believe a lot of things are. And we should not just be accepting that that is our truth and that that it is something that we're going to have to live with forever. One of the things that I sometimes maybe frustrate people with, trigger them a little bit, is when I say um, anxiety is not normal. You know, so many people struggle with it today that it's become this new normal, but it shouldn't be. We're not built. We're not wired to walk around completely stressed out and anxious all the time. So sometimes I feel we're almost a little bit too quick to call something anxiety. It seems like it's the easiest place to go to. But sometimes if we really dig and explore, the emotions are a little bit different. You know, they're close. Sometimes they go hand in hand with anxiety. But overwhelm, for example, is one that I see a lot. Like sit and ask yourself that the next time you're feeling anxious. Am Am I anxious or am I really overwhelmed? And then dive deeper. You know, well, am I overwhelmed because of my own expectations. Am I overwhelmed because this to-do list is too big? And that's how you start the process of breaking those things down to work through it. So if your issue is that you're overwhelmed because the to-do list is too big, 
well, what's really going on there? Do I feel like I'm failing or I'm letting someone down if I don't complete everything? Or do I just feel like I don't know where to start? Again, I've said this in other episodes, that this healing work, it's not for the faint of heart. You really have to stare kind of your hardest stuff in the face and then stare at it harder and really push through and work through again um, until we can get to the other side of that. Another emotion that is very similar to anxiety is actually excitement. They feel similar to your mind and to your body. We're just interpreting it in two very different ways. So anxiety, you know, is this feeling like something bad's going to happen. Excitement is more like, you know, something good is going to happen. So I'm going to tell you this, and I do sometimes blow people's minds with this, and I'm going to share it because it has genuinely helped a few people. Um, Next time you're feeling anxious and you can't figure out why, ask yourself, is it possibly because something really good is about to happen? We can feel new energy trying to shift into our field. And sometimes that pops up like anxiety out of nowhere. You know, we feel something new. We feel something different. There's that feeling of like a change in the air that feels really close. And sometimes it's not because something bad's going to happen. We're just human and we like to go to the worst case scenario. But sometimes it really is because we can feel something good on the way. And I know that's a little, a little more woo. We're getting a little bit more into the spiritual stuff and, and a little bit out of the practical grounded um, messages that I deliver. But I truly believe this. And I do it all the time with myself. Sometimes I'll be getting ready for my day and I'll feel this slight anxious energy and I'll go, oh, I wonder if something really good is about to happen today. Or I wonder if something that I put out there is about to go really big and bring me something good. So I've essentially trained myself to think this way also. I now expect something good and we get what we expect per the law of attraction. So when I'm feeling anxious, and and that's not my typical state of being, I would say overall, I'm not an anxious person. I have had situations in my life, difficult times in my life where anxiety has been a more common theme for me, but overall now it's not. But when I do feel it, I really do have that full expectation that it's because something good is about to happen. So try this. Our brain is like a computer. You're programming it each and every day with your thoughts. The next time you feel that anxiety, if you've explored it and tried to figure out where it's coming from, try affirming that to yourself. Affirm that that feeling is that something good is coming your way. You wanna also make sure you do spend a little bit of time though working through any fear that does come up. So when we talked about anxiety being the fear of something bad, you know, something bad might happen, kind of that feeling of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Make sure that you do lean into that fear, really explore that. Why is it coming up? What are you afraid of? Is it because of something bad that happened in the past? I was talking to a friend the other day, actually, about the theory of just muscle memory too. She realized she was feeling anxious because of an event that had happened around the same time of year previously. So every year, mid-October, she's feeling this feeling and it was because there was a bad experience tied to this feeling of it being mid-October. You know, we we remember all these things. We remember the leaves changing. We remember kind of the smells in the air, things like that. And then all of a sudden, we're feeling that emotion for no reason. So then we know if if that's coming up and we have that awareness that that experience that happened a year ago or whenever it was at this time of year requires some attention. It needs to be looked at. It needs 
a deeper healing. And it's definitely my hope for you if you're listening to this, that you have someone that you can have those healing conversations with. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling overwhelmed, sometimes you can work through those things on your own. But in my experience, it's been really helpful to have someone else sometimes reflect back to me the things that I'm saying from their external point of view. Again, because everyone is living from their own lens of perception. So whoever I'm talking to might have a different experience that that may offer value to me on my journey. And that kind of leads me to my next point too. I feel like another factor in why so many people are anxious these days is we don't have the same sense of connection and of community that we had 10 or 20 or 50 years ago. We're, we're living differently than we used to. We live a lot through social media and over computer screens and cell phones. Um, so connections have changed a lot. And I'm definitely not saying it's bad. I love social media and I love um, having a business that is mainly online. But those deep personal connections, I feel, are very important. They are valuable and they can really help when we're trying to heal and we're trying to grow. Um, yeah, I can't say enough about that. So one of the reasons connection is so important is because when we're connected, we feel supported. And one thing I've experienced when I'm encountering all these clients who are struggling with anxiety um, is that most of them are carrying around the weight of the world and they don't think there's going to be anyone there to help them. There's, and there's a number of reasons for that. There's either a fear of abandonment of, oh, everyone's going to leave me and I'm going to have to do it all by myself, or I'm already doing it all by myself and I don't know how to ask for help, or when I ask for help, I'm not getting it. So support and feeling supported are very relevant when it comes to anxiety. So if you're struggling with that at all, really ask yourself, where and why do I not feel supported? Am I not letting it in? Am I not asking because I already just have this fear that I'm not going to get that help or that I'm going to be left disappointed? And that's a deep one right there. There can be a lot of layers to that because then you may have to look at the past where you did not feel supported then. Are, they, are there any experiences that are still disempowering, that are anxiety inducing, that are causing you to not feel supported now or not feel like it is safe to ask for that help and support. And starting to ask for that help and support, if you haven't in the past, requires a lot of vulnerability. We really do have to open ourselves up to the possibility of being disappointed, to sometimes rejection, things like that. But it's one piece of the puzzle. After we can work through those things, if it's not showing up for us, if we're not surrounded by people who are willing to help and support us, well, what's out of balance there in our personal relationships? Or where do we not feel worthy of really receiving that help and support? And if you are listening to this and you're figuring out that you do have blocks with accepting help and feeling supported and blocks with receiving in general, um, you're not alone. This is something that most people seem to struggle with these days. I, this is the whole reason I started this podcast is I saw so much of it. I really needed a way to get this message out on a bigger scale um, to let people know that, you know, we all have this and we all need to work through it. Um, a big part of my work is that I want everyone to be able to manifest and get to their dream life. 
And it's going to be really hard if you get to your dream life to enjoy it, if you're feeling anxious all the time. And that's why I work through these little subjects um, week by week. You know, I, I paint a picture of all these different emotions that need to be explored and where we need to find balance and all the things we need to do in order to really let that good flow into our lives. I hope that last part all made sense. I am going to switch gears a little bit and talk about another, another factor in anxiety that I see a lot. And that is that we spend most of our lives these days indoors and not very connected to the earth. So we talked about the human connection. Now we're going to talk about the earth connection. Um, I did some research on this quite a while back and I feel like it was 93% of our time today is spent either indoors or in our cars. So at home, in our workplace, in buildings of some kind, we're not as connected to the earth as we once were. So if you don't practice grounding, I highly encourage you, I tell people all the time, to go on YouTube and look up the earthing movie. You don't have to watch it. You can play it in the car or whatever. You can listen to it at any point. Um, it's all about this gentleman, I think it was in the 80s, and he knew there was something to grounding. Um, and I won't give away too much of it. You'll have to go watch it for yourself. But he had people do a lot of research on the scientific level on the fact that we're electromagnetic beings. We have all this excess energy in our body and it needs somewhere to be discharged. So grounding is all about the science of putting your bare feet on the earth. It doesn't even have to be your bare feet as long as you're not insulated from the earth. So like native people wearing moccasins, they're always grounded. If you're wearing a leather-soled shoe, you're grounded. If you're on a cement patio, even outside, you're grounded. It's an organic surface connected to the earth. So I really encourage people to do that. 20 minutes a day, if possible. I'm not perfect. I don't always, I'm not always able to do that 20 minutes a day. But do it whenever you can. It's been proven to reduce stress, anxiety, inflammation, a lot of different things. Um, but one of the things I see with anxiety through my work too, is that people just have too much going on in their upper energy centers and in their head. So there's a lot of overthinking. There's a lot of just buildup. So bringing that energy down and grounding it somehow rebalances things within us. And I see it reduce anxiety constantly. It is really, really effective. So even if you don't believe in it, you probably will after watching that movie. But even if you don't fully believe in it, I dare you. Just try it. And as we're getting towards the end here, one other thing I want you to be mindful of is that a lot of the time, especially in cases of extreme anxiety, people are constantly imagining the worst case scenario. Um, I've heard the term catastrophizing used quite a bit lately, actually. So if you were doing that, that is a thought pattern. Any thought pattern can be interrupted and rewired. It just requires some mindfulness and some emotional awareness. So pay attention. If you're starting to do that, interrupt that thought. Tell yourself, no, I'm not going to think that. And then you need to train your brain to begin to think a different way. So after you stop and interrupt that thought, I want you to flip to the exact opposite. It's just like when we do affirmations, I want you to think of the opposite. So imagine the best case scenario instead of imagining the worst case scenario. And if you do this enough on a, in a repeated way, you will form a new thought pattern. And again, it's like your brain is programmable. So be mindful of 
the programs that you're creating. So I hope something I've said today has helped you in some way. Again, as I said earlier, I'm not a highly anxious person, but I think we all encounter it at some point. We all have those little seasons where anxiety may become a theme in our life. So just be mindful of these things. And hopefully there's one or two tools in there that will help you overcome that. If you guys have tuned in so far, thank you so much for all of your support. I look forward to our next episode. Um, if you have any topics that you would like me to cover or anything you're struggling with, please find me, reach out on social media, on Instagram, I'm Tina Marie Manifestation, on TikTok, I am Tina's Western Wisdom, and on Facebook, I am Tina Marie Healing and Manifestation. And also wanted to add real quick on my last episode, um, it was about wealth and abundance. And I told you guys that I would let you know if and when I was able to put a video up on walking you through subconscious blocks around wealth and abundance that is available now on my website. Um, there's another one there on love and relationships. If you've enjoyed the episodes that I've done on that, I know trust was my most listened to episode, I believe. So I definitely cover trust during that video download. Um, and I'm hoping to release one about anxiety within the next week. So I'm posting this on October 13th. So within the next week, that should be up on my website. And that is tinamariehmg.com is where you can find that. The link is on all my socials as well. Um, but HMG stands for Healing in Manifestation Guide, just to clear that up. So again, thank you all for listening in. Have an amazing day.